Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you on a gorgeous day here in Ocean Park, Maine, wrapping up a great week with veterans from really all over the country. Typically when I come up here, it's the New England area, but we had somebody come in all the way from Texas, which was kind of awesome. Just a fantastic week in a beautiful place right on the coast of Maine. Had lobster last night. It was incredible. Just to walk down to the beach from where we are here. Weather's been perfect, other than a about a one-hour crazy lightning rainstorm yesterday. It's been in the upper 70s, lower 80s, sunny. If you ever get a chance to go to Maine in the summer, go. It is as spectacular as you might think. Looking back on the week, you know, one thing I thought about this morning as we were wrapping up the PTSD workshop going through my Ladder Up program, where all the different stages in life, the people that came this week were from. You had some that it was hard for them to even come here this week. They didn't, they didn't want to come. I'm sure on the train ride or bus ride or car ride up here, they thought many times about turning around and going home. It was a victory just to be here. There were other people. They've been here before. This isn't the first time they've been to one of these retreats, one of my retreats. And they were here for maintenance. They were here to share what they had learned with others. They were excited to talk about how far their life had come. And then there were people everywhere in between. That point of life, figuring out what can I do to keep going forward? What can I do to get the life that I want? One of the things that sustains me in this work is no matter how I'm feeling at the beginning of the week, by the end of it, I'm fired up, I'm energized. And it's happening as I'm seeing people come together, people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different skin color. And as the week goes on and we get to know each other better and in a deeper way, we draw together. And you see those in attendance draw strength from that. And then it energizes me, not only because I feel like I'm making a difference, because I'm part of it. Even though I'm the leader, in a way, we're all participating together. And then especially, you know, thinking about that, it got me thinking about the way our nation is right now. People burning things down, language, fighting, us against them. Everybody's a label. I mean, who you are is a skin color and who you are is a political party. And what we do here is the opposite of that. People aren't labels, but we do hard to break people down into labels. And all labels do is divide. Labels divide us. We always have way more in common than we have that might divide us. All ages in the group this week, all sorts of different backgrounds all sorts of different issues that led 
to needing to come to a camp like this. Yet when you break it down and you talk about what you really want, what do people want? They want to be listened to. They want to be known. They want to be in relationships. They don't want to be lonely. They want to, they want to feel like their life matters and they're doing something purposeful. And that's almost everybody. Things that we can all agree on, yet we let life get so complicated. We point fingers. We worry about things we shouldn't worry about. You know, you got to remember when you're looking at politicians, they just want to get votes. They want to divide. They want you to think that if you are a certain color or you're in a certain economic strata, that you're that makes you like everybody else in that skin color or that strata, and you need to do a certain thing or vote a certain way. And, and that's how they stay in power. That's how they get money. But that isn't life. That isn't real. That's the opposite of what life is supposed to be. You are not to be judged by how much money you have or what the color of your skin is. You're to be judged, as the great Martin Luther King Jr. said, by the content of your character. And to know someone's character, you got to take time to talk to them. you got to take time to see what they do when things are going bad. What do they do when things are going good? How do they treat other people? you got to have relationships. And I get the opportunity to come to a place like this. Phone reception's bad. You can't hardly do anything on your smartphone. There's no TVs in the cabins. There's no internet in the cabins. It's quiet. We spent last night around a fire. Nothing else to do but just sit there and talk with each other. What a fantastic conversation. We were talking about peach cobbler, how to build fires when the wood is wet, what it was like to grow up in Newark, what it was like to grow up in the hills of Kentucky, what it was like to grow up in Indiana, what it was like to grow up in Boston, what our parents were like, what our friends were like, our disappointments, our triumphs. Everybody commented on the same thing, how nice it was to just be sitting there with each other talking. Another interesting thing is it was dark and there's the glow of the fire. You can't really see each other clearly. You know, you look, you look across the, the sort of fire pit area and it had benches around it. You, you can't really make each other out that well. It's in a good way. Every, everybody be kind of becomes just a voice. And their stories they're telling and their personality. And in that moment, it doesn't really matter where they came from or what color their skin was or what political party they vote for. You're just people having a conversation. We need more of that. Starts with your family, by the way. Starts with the people that you love. If you can't sit down and have a conversation with the people that you love, you're not going to have one with the people that you don't love. If you allow your day just to take you to work and to get tired and to come home and to unwind and to sleep and then to do the whole same same thing over again, you're going to lose relationships. You're going to lose loved ones. You're going to have fewer and fewer people that know who you are and what motivates you. You're going to get more isolated. You're going to get more alone. And you're going to fall victim to what I call lonely logic. Logic you get when you're alone. All the horrible things you think are going to happen preoccupied by labels. What do people think of me? What do I think of other people? 
Your mind goes crazy and it's happening because you're all alone and you're not talking about the meaningful things. You're not thinking about the meaningful things. Starts with your family. Take the time to build relationships, to be alone, to listen. I think one of the most important things my wife has done in our family is every night, no matter how she feels, no matter how tired she is, she sits down on a couch, she gets out a book, and she reads to the kids. Every single one of our children have that memory of being read to, of just physically being there, climbing all over mom, climbing all over dad. Nothing else going on in the world. There's a safety to that. There's an innocence to that, that you remember your whole life, that that's the way things are supposed to be, together, close. Reading stories, telling stories, learning from them, learning about other people. Learning that no matter where you are in the world or what you're going through, you're not alone. Start with your family. Then go to your friends. Do the same thing. Have conversations over coffee where you're not looking at a phone. You're just talking. Be intentional. Ask your friend, where'd you grow up? What was it like to grow up where you grew up? What's the worst thing that happened to you? What's the best thing that happened to you? What are your goals right now? What are your dreams? I mean, get to know each other. And then when you make that a habit, knowing each other by the content of their character, by the content of their life memories, their experiences, then do it with other people. Do it with your neighbors. Do it with strangers. Do it with men and women in prisons. Do it with veterans struggling to live. Do it with people that are angry and feel like they don't have an outlet for their anger. Do it with people that are scared of those that are angry. It can become infectious. And when we know each other, we begin to become focused on what is important and what's important. Feeling like you're not alone and feeling like your life matters. And then, all of a sudden, the violence doesn't seem so attractive. The yelling and the screaming doesn't seem so attractive because it's taken away you away from those things. Each other. You know, what's intoxicating about violence is because so much is on the line, it can feel like it matters. You know, don't think for a second that those people you see in the news rioting, burning things down, they're doing it because they're missing something. They're doing it because they're hungry to do something that matters. And in the moment, you know, it's why in the moment yelling at somebody can feel so good because you feel like you're doing something and you're unleashing energy. And then it's only later you realize the harm that you did. But in the moment, it feels meaningful. It feels purposeful. It feels righteous. But what you don't realize is it's doing the opposite of that. It's destroying. It's destructive. It's digging a deeper hole that you'll never fill. And what's the opposite of that? It's listening. It's quiet. It's being with someone. It's opening your mind to other opinions and other data and other knowledge. That's what we need. And that's what this week gave me. That's what I'll leave with. Sitting here, getting ready to eat lunch. Head out. Looking across the lawn here, the big pine trees, the old tiny cabins. You hear about tiny houses. We've been in tiny cabins. I'll think about sitting around that fire, coming together in class in the morning, meeting people that on the surface we have nothing in common, yet by the end of the week you realize you have everything in common. Making our world an awesome place begins with each one of us. 
doesn't begin by pointing fingers at people or asking other people, what are you going to do to make things better for me? No, it begins with each one of us. Communicate, be in relationship with those you love. Communicate, be in relationship with your friends, with your acquaintances. Communicate, be in relationship with those who don't have that. People that are alone, the elderly, people in prisons, addicts struggling to make their way. You want to change the world? Start with them. Be a light. That's life. That's what I learned and was reminded of this week in Maine. What beautiful place I hope you'll visit, not alone, with somebody else. That's the way to live. In relationship and doing meaningful things. So until next time, my friends, I am your host, Silouan. Make sure you aim high. Make sure you spread your wings. And make sure you keep your eyes on the things that matter. And the best way to do that, be in deep relationship with as many people as you can, especially those in your community who are alone and need it. And every day, try to do something meaningful that matters. An act of kindness, reaching out to somebody, donating your time, donating your money, showing the world there's another way to deal with all the problems we face. There's a path that leads to destruction and fire and violence. And there's a path that leads to love and community and support and meaning. And there's a flame and a kind of fire that doesn't burn, but it never burns out. And all it does is light our way. And that is the life I would wish for you. So until next time, I am your host, Silouan. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.